Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to my show, Go For It. So excited that you guys are back with me today, today, every day, when you come back and listen. What a blessing it is to have you all listening. And I have another wonderful guest on the line with me today. But you know, before I start that, I always like to give a little plug out to... um, just businesses in general and people in general, thank you so much for trusting me and trusting my show. Go for it to come into your lives. I hope you get valuable insight from that. And I know you do because of the text, the emails, the phone, everything that I get from you guys, all the positive feedback. And even, you know, I do like to have um, concerns too. If you have something that you want to hear on the show, definitely send me an email. Or if you want to be a guest on the show, always send me an email about that as well. But remember, I am your celebrityism and business coach. So what does that mean? That means that I help businesses, I help you to start and grow and sustain a home-based business or a small business. Maybe you want to do retail as well. I can do that as well. But also then I find and I help you locate media appearances for you to go out and Find ways to really um, bring exposure to your business. So you're going to start it, you're going to grow it, and then you're going to get media appearances for it. It is valuable. And I love helping my clients. I love networking my clients. I love being able to get them out into the limelight. So just go to johosman.com. Also there, there is a free download for you to go and download. And, you know, just start thinking about it, resonating with it. Or if you're ready to jump in, say, you know what, 2018 is going to be a fantastic year. And there is, uh, you can sign up for a free 15-minute go-for-it discovery strategy session with me where we can talk about what your needs are and what kind of business you want to start or how you want to grow your business. All right? So, johosman.com. So, let's get started with the day. My friend and colleague, Claire Stoddard, is my guest today. I am so excited. If you want to know how to write professional copy, today is your day. Claire Stoddard has spent her entire career as a B2B sales copywriter. Her passion, and this is her passion, is to write amazing content that captures attention, stimulates interest, and positions her clients as the go-to companies in their niche. She has the latest book, Simple Secrets for Creating Work. Words That Sell, and it's a resource guide for people to refer to regularly, including myself. Actually, I have it upstairs on my table. Claire has written uh, written sales copies for hundreds of companies such as Business Week Magazine, ABC Television, CPR Institute, Versa Products Company, Drake Beam Morin, which is now the Lee Heck Harrison, the Albert Baker Fund, the TGI Office Automation Accurate Information Services, the Howard Sloan Professional Search, Outsourcing Institute, and Institute for Robotic Process Automation. Claire also consults with clients on marketing strategy and tactical marketing and communication plans. For any company owner who wants to diversify their line or services or wishes to take their company to the next level, I couldn't recommend Claire highly enough since Matt Aller. He's the CEO of Accurate Information Services, Inc., And then, prior to becoming an independent sales and internet copywriter, Claire was Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications for Drake B. Morin, which is a global consulting firm. She has worked 
as events planner for Business Week magazine and Institute for Robotic Process Automation. She credits her initial training in sales copywriting to her early career days at ABC TV, where she was manager of sales promotion and wrote pretty much anything to sell time on the air. So her website is clairestoddard.com. We'll talk more about that. But Claire, welcome to my show. Go for it. Thank you so much. That was a wonderful introduction. You really did your homework. I'm well. I'm just I'm so honored you. to be here. I am honored to have you on my show, Claire. You have helped me quite a lot with my writing. I, I'd rather talk than write. So Claire has come in and helped me quite a bit, and she is excellent at what she does. Claire and I met, oh, not too long, well, probably not quite a year ago, but she has fast become my friend and also my business colleague because she is, I have to have her, I'm just telling you, because she is so good at what she does. So Claire, tell us a little bit about you. Give us about a five-minute synopsis of you, and I know I kind of read it in here, but what makes Claire tick and what makes you so good at sales copywriting? Well, I think one of the things is I just love writing copy. I have always liked to write. Even when I was in school, um, you know, we would get these assignments to write, um, well, we call them compositions in those days. And it, it was on different things, you know, what I did for my summer vacation or, you know, you know, whatever, my favorite foods. And everybody else in the classroom would go, oh, no, not that. And I would just go, Yay! <laughs> so I just love to write, and I love to write all in all sorts of genres. I love to write a personal essay. I love to write a biography, um, and I love, love, love writing sales copy because I know that this is something that is so impactful for what anybody does with their business. And I do have to warn you that I'm I'm just obsessed with writing what I call it words that sell. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to, it's really my passion, and I can just go on talking about it, you know, and not write uh, forever, but my favorite thing is the writing. Um, and so that's what I'm here to talk to you about today, and I hope that when we finish this time together, um, you know, everybody maybe will catch a little bit of my passion and will go out and write, write, write. Well, I know. I mean, I've written books and I like writing. I'm just, it's the sales copy that I'm not as good about. And that's where you come into play because, and I will tell you in high school when I had to do the same thing, I liked writing. Writing was actually one of my favorite subjects, but writing sales copy to me is totally different than writing like a book. So that's where. absolutely different. And that's one of the things that I, I try to get other people to understand Many mm-hmm. people are wonderful writers, and they can write articles, or they can write, you know, letters to other people. But when you write words that where you're trying to persuade somebody to do something, you're trying to get them to go from point A to point M, it mm-hmm. is a different kind of writing, and it's actually something that I had to study. And I do a lot of reading in, in an area called the psychology of persuasion, and a lot of those books are written from the standpoint of persuading somebody else to do something kind of Mm one-on-one. And so what I've done is I've taken a lot of those rules of persuasion and applied them to copywriting. And it's really, I mean, I've applied it to my own business, I've applied it to my customer's business, and it has just shot sales through the roof. But it is a different kind of writing. It's called persuasive writing or copywriting. You're persuading somebody 
to do something. You're leading them to a conclusion. Completely different from journalistic writing, for instance. Yeah, definitely, because the persuasive writing, it's almost like when you're, well, going out and making a sales call. A lot of people are scared of that. A lot of people are scared to do a sales call. So, and when we're doing persuasive writing, it's almost that same thing. It's almost like that vulnerability of putting it yeah. out there. And so yeah. then it's like, oh, what do I say? How do I say this? How do I, how do I put those words all into action? And really it is, it's all about taking action, isn't it? And uh, when you're doing yes. the persuasive writing? Yes. And it really is. It's like a sales call, but you don't have the advantage of the handshake or meeting somebody eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Well, and for me, for me, I like sales calls, but I almost would rather, you know, write it <laughs> and get it out right. there. Oh, and then just like, okay, now take it, read it. And you're a very good it. writer. I've seen some of the stuff you've done. You're very good. Well, thank you. And you're excellent at what you do because when I first met Claire, I thought, I know I could work with this gal. And then I read her book. And when I read her book, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm working with her. So we've done a lot of joint ventures, quite a few joint ventures together, along with her helping me write some things for um, my website and some other places. So I appreciate that with you, Claire. Now tell me, I want to know a little bit about this. What did you learn about writing great sales copy from Bugs Bunny? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, I love to start with this story. Well, as you mentioned in, in your introduction, One of my very early jobs was with ABC Television. I was a copywriter for them. They actually called it it called uh, called it business development or sales development. And I wrote anything that would sell time on the air, presentations, you know, websites, whatever. Mm -hmm. We had a staff of I don't know, maybe there was about five or six writers, but each one kind of tended to specialize in what we call day part. So a day part was like sports or news or prime time. Well. My specialty was Saturday morning children's programs or cartoons. Hmm. And I have to say, I mean, some people kind of look down on it, you know, with kids. It would call it kid bid. Um, but I just loved it because I could really let loose with my creativity and, and just kind of be as silly as I wanted to be. I mean, I created coloring books and games, and I used them as, as brochures. And I threw sponsored parties where I had animated characters appear in costume. And I kind of wrote in the tongues of, like, Scooby-Doo, R2-D2, and, of course, my favorite, Waskily Wabbit, Bugs Bunny. So Mm -hmm. I'm getting to a point with all of this. There was Mm -hmm. an additional benefit. It was more than just the fun. It was kind of the secret goal. I got to work with all the animation studios who are the best marketers in the world. Nobody knows their product and audience better than like Disney or Lucasfilms or Warner Brothers, which was, you know, Bugs' home. They spend an enormous amount of time understanding their audience, and their audience were those pre, uh, those teens, the preteens, and the really young kids who had the fastest clicker fingers in the world. Nobody can tune out faster than an eight-year-old. So if you think you've got a tough market, just think if you were marketing to an eight-year-old with a clicker in their hands. Mm-hmm. So for every single character, what they do is they have what they call a Bible, and it is everything about that character. It's whether they wear a blue hat or a red cap or their favorite ice cream or their character's back-end story, which explains why they do what they do, and how they will react under any situation. 
And then they never get off that model. They are always true to that brand. And as much time as they spend understanding and memorializing their characters or their product, and this can be applied to any product, whether it's, you know, in the business-to-business world or the business-to-consumer world, they always stay on brand. And as much time as they spend on that, they spend every bit as much time understanding their audience and what it is that resonates with their audience. And so I remembered that discipline. I remembered that model of how important it, it is to understand your product, but to, to write to your audience, to what resonates with them, to always start with the audience. And so then later, after I left ABC and I was consulting for Business Week magazine, I found that I was using a lot of what I learned from the studios when writing for clients like IBM and Microsoft and AT&T. And, you know, I used different words. Mm-hmm. Um, I positioned it a lot. I didn't do coloring books. But I spent a lot of time understanding the character of their brands. And then I made sure that what I wrote about those brands related to the needs of their target market. And I always thought of some, you know, big, high-level CEO that I was writing to sitting with a clicker in their hands. Mm -hmm. And I always knew how fast I could be tuned out, and so I always kept it. So, um, so often what I see, I read a lot of other people's sales copy. I read a lot of websites. I just, you know, I just kind of have to keep up What I see is that what a lot of people do and a lot of marketers do is they talk about how wonderful their product is. Never a word about the customer or their problems or their pains or their desires. I just reviewed some copy for a website recently that somebody called me to say, you know, this is just not working. I need you to step in and revise this. And I looked at these pages and pages of copy that a a professional copywriter had done And the writing was good. There was never one word about the customer or what the customer needs were or in any way acknowledging their problem or pain and showing that you understood. This is so, this is so important. So everybody who's listening, and again, I have passion for this, and I hope you can hear it, take a tip from Bugs and write about your customer first, then your product, not the other way around. Always focus on the customer. What's in it for them? Yeah, yeah. So focus and on say it. Say it. Mm-hmm. Don't just keep that in your mind. Start out with it. So how do you mean by start off with it? Just I, I actually open my copy. You know, if I'm if I'm going to write a letter to somebody, or I'm going to write, um, you know, an email blast or a landing page, even a website, mm-hmm. I'll start out with, hey, you know, I know. You're trying to lose weight and you're sick and tired of looking in the mirror and seeing all those excess pounds. Or I know that you are, you know, your sales have plummeted this past year because everybody, every small business sales have plummeted. So if you're in this market, so I acknowledge right away and, you know, you get them nodding right from the Mm -hmm. Mm get-go because you're acknowledging what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's excellent. It's because right away they can they can accept it and nod and then move, read, because then they're going to want to know more. They're going to want to know yeah. how you're going to solve their problem. Yeah. And once you've mm-hmm. got them nodding and accepting you, their head tends to keep going in that direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you lose them from the start, they're done. 
Uh-huh. And that's how I am. If I open up copy and go, oh, what is this? And then I just, I click away right right away. Oh, yeah. And so, You've got the clicker in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I have a clicker in my hand. Uh-huh. Well, well, Claire, we have about two minutes until break. So Claire's okay. website is Claire Stoddard. So that's C-L-A-I-R-E, then S-T-O-D-D-A-R-D.com. So ClaireStoddard.com. And when we come back, we're going to learn more about Claire and what all she um, writes about in her work. But also, Claire, how can people get in contact with you if they want to email you or, yeah, if they want to contact you? Well, my email address is very hard. It's Claire at ClaireStoddard.com. Mm-hmm. And that comes right to me. Uh, you can take a look at my LinkedIn profile, of course. And, um, you know, you can uh, communicate with me there. And by the way, I just want, I would love it if you would visit my website, clairestoddard.com. If you do, um, there is a free download on it, and I change it. But right now, it's my three best writing secrets that have made me money. So I would love you to go to my website. And uh, download that article. And then also, please email me. You can also call me. Um, in, I'm in New York uh, City, um, Eastern Standard Time, USA. And my number is 917-670-3554. If I can help you with your business, your copywriting, I'd love to. Perfect. Well, Claire, when we come back, too, we'll talk more about that. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, I'd love for you to call in and ask questions of me and Claire. Well, probably more of Claire than me. But the number here is 1-866-472-5790. Don't be scared. Just call us in. Call in and let's ask some questions. But 1-866-472-5790. Claire, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website joehosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com 
Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. So glad you are back with us today. Are you learning as much as I am? Claire Stoddard is She Writes Words That Sell. And she is very, very good at what she does. So before the break, we're talking about we have to go for our audience first. So who are we trying to attract? Who are we writing to? And it's always, you always have to remember this. And I tell my coaching clients this. We have to remember the W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for them. We can't think about ourselves. We have to think about our customers, our clients. And what's in it for them? What problem do you have? Do they have that you're going to solve for them? So Claire, let's get back to because now this is going to be something that really resonates with me and how the power words can solve invisibility problems. When I'm sending out my email blast, and if anybody's interested in being on my email, certainly send me an email. But I sometimes feel like I'm invisible. We don't know if people are opening it up. I mean, I can go back and look at the stats, of course, but how how do we solve that problem? Well, yeah, invisibility is a huge problem in today's marketplace, and, and many people feel invisible. We all know, and I'll just, you know, restate the obvious, words have problems, uh, have, uh, have, don't have problems, they have power. Mm-hmm. And words are memorable, but there is an awful lot of clutter out there, and readers forget you really quickly, and sometimes they don't even see your messages at all. It's it's really easy, even people with huge marketing budgets, to feel like they are are invisible. So, there are three things that you can do about this. My my first one, and I, I put in a big, you know, asterisk around it, repetition makes for recognition. So, what do I mean by that? It, what I mean by it, that you have to continue to send out messages to your target market consistently with great con- congruency and repeatedly. You cannot give up just because you say, oh, I've been doing this for three months and, you know, I haven't gotten a call yet. You have to make a, a, a real um, effort at this. It takes seven touches to get noticed, and, you know, this number changes. Sometimes people say it takes nine touches. Sometimes people say it takes six touches, but what is a touch? A touch is, it's a touch point used to engage and persuade readers. So anytime you send out something to a prospect to try to get their attention, to get them to like you, trust you, buy from you, you're touching them. You're sending out something that may touch them. And sometimes you know if it touches them because you can look at your emails and see who opened it. But sometimes you really don't know. And so um, what you so what are all the different channels for touching? Well, there's email, there's LinkedIn, there's Facebook, Twitter, there's snail mail, there's personal um, touching. You know, if you meet somebody at a network meeting, you send a follow-up note. And then you put them on your email distribution list and you keep reaching out to touch them over and over. But you must be absolutely consistent about this. You can't get discouraged and you have to really keep going at it. The second thing that you can do is tell stories. And I love this. Um, And I always, I like to tell a story. It really pulls you out 
from the clutter. I mean, if <laughs> if somebody takes away one thing from this interview that I'm doing right now, it's that, you know, she's the Bugs Bunny lady. Mm-hmm. It's a story that I told. It, it connects you to other people. Um, and there's it, sometimes it's the only thing that somebody will remember, and that's not a bad thing. It's a good reference point. It makes you human. It makes you likable. Um, and and the, the whole point of sales copy is by reaching out to your, your audience and getting them to, you know, know you, trust you, buy from you. And a story that embodies one of your key values is a perfect story to tell, and it's the way the animation studios do it. So the third thing that you can do is what I call the more you tell, the more you sell. And this goes back to long copy versus short copy, and there's a whole controversy about this, and people aren't sure whether, you know, it's better to just send out something very, very snappy. And uh, so because people, you know, don't take the time to read, or, you know, is it better to go into a great deal of, of links about, you know, who you are and, and how you can help other people. Over and over again, studies have shown that long copy sells better than short copy. And I know that's kind of going against what, you know, some people think about the current level of concentration that people have. Mm-hmm. But if it is something that is of interest to people, it's solving the problem that they have, they will read pages and pages about what it is you have to offer them. But, again, you have to be careful and make sure that you are solving a problem and you're solving the problem of of the people who you are writing to. Mm -hmm. So there's three things that you can do about invisibility. Repetition makes for recognition, tells stories, and the more you tell, the more you sell. And I will I will attest to that because I was just reading I I clicked on something on Facebook and I was reading it it was a very long copy and I thought oh my gosh but I got in, engrossed in it and I read it all and now guess what keeps popping up on my page because it was a sponsored <laughs> ad so guess what keeps popping up on my page is that same article because of course it wanted you to go in and buy something and I thought oh great now I'm going to see this all the time but that's really smart marketing on. Yes. you know, Facebook's part, but also when we go out and we connect with somebody, I'm finding that as well. I, 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 and I know Claire and I talked off air, we're talking about email marketing and that's where I am doing more and more of email marketing, but it is a repetition and it is getting your name out there. Some people might unsubscribe, but not a lot do. Don't you find it's like very minimum that will unsubscribe? They just basically either they'll open it up or they'll delete it. But to my point is, and to Claire's point, the repetition, the repetition, Mm -hmm. repetition, repetition. And this last email I sent out, I gave great tips, but I also gave little stories about myself in there. What I did when I first started, you know, a home-based business. But it's also, so that can relate to them. It can relate to my audience and how that will help them. So good points, Claire. You are so good at what you do. I just love that. And the more you tell, the more you sell. I like that. Mm-hmm. So that, how that about... comes from old direct mail copywriting. When we used oh. to send out these, you know, multi-multi-page um, flyers in the mail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was when we first started to learn that the more you sell, the more you sell. Because mm-hmm. if you're too short and and um, don't give a lot of information, people, I can see where people wouldn't think maybe you're real trustworthy yet. 
because well, if you talk more them. and more about it and yeah, and you're, you haven't done anything to persuade them because it, it's mm-hmm. a lot of it. You've got to you've got to write enough to persuade them. You can't just say, "Hey, I've got the greatest product in the world. Switch here." Mm-hmm. It's all about building that relationship too with them. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, and the more they see you, the more they they feel like they know you. That's right. Okay. Hey, perfect. Great information. Great information. So, well, now this is. I'm just going to tell you. Sometimes when I write, Claire, I get bored. And and I think, who is ever going to want to see this? But I know, how do we bust through that boredom factor? And how how do we write to get results? Because when I write, again, I think, oh, my gosh, people are going to like this. I love putting stuff out on Facebook. I love LinkedIn, you know, and Twitter. Those are my three, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. I always think, oh, my gosh, people are going to get bored of seeing this. But not really. So how, how do we write to get results? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that you said, uh, you kind of asked two questions there. One was, gee, I get bored. And then, you know, what about, you know, is my audience getting bored? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, you know, even as a professional copywriter, I, I sometimes I think, oh, geez, you know, am I going to, am I catching their attention? You know, and I, I work so hard on headlines and things like that. One of the things that, you know, and this is just really simple, one of the things you have to do is you've got to get excited yourself about what you're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got to really look at what it, what it is that you're writing about, and you've got to kind of psych yourself up. Um, and sometimes, you know, because I, I don't just write about my own products, I write about other people's products, and so mm-hmm. I have to get excited about their products. And it's you know, and I'll tell you something, if it's something that I just can't get excited about or if, if for some reason I think it's not right to me, I don't do this very often, but I will turn down the assignment. You have got to, um, you've got to, you've got to get excited yourself. The other thing is that you can use, avoid using words that echo. And there's all sorts of little writing tips. I mean, it becomes, you know, very detailed uh, about some of these things, but it really works. Uh, you know... Don't keep using the same phrases over and over again. Go back and edit your copy and make sure that, you know, your, your, your words are fresh and alive and you're using imagery. Now, there are some things that you want to repeat. You know, sometimes you've got a tagline, and of course those things, you know, um, you know should be repeatable. But for the most part, um, you know, don't keep repeating the same words over and over again and use colorful phrases, use new ways of expressing old thoughts. And this is a, and here's a really good tip for you, appeal to the senses. So mm -hmm. anything that you can use, any, any descriptor that you can use that kind of appeals to smell, sight, you know, touch, I mean, the sweet smell of success, you know, that's probably the most famous phrase that uses this, um, but if you can if you can do that kind of thing, we we know again through research that people really light up when you're um, talking about something that kind of appeals to their senses and have a sense of humor. You know, we don't have to make our copy so boring, so dead. We don't have to keep you. And bullet points are great for clarity. But mm-hmm. I see so much copy that it's just one bullet point after another. Throw in a little, you know, a little joke here and there. I, I don't mean tell a, tell a, actually tell a joke. 
But, you know, have a little program where you say something that kind of speaks right to the audience. Have a sense of humor about it. Um, and then really paint a picture of your prospect's magical features as long as they use your product. And, um, you know, it really will catch people's attention and hold them. I mean, the, 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 one, the one overriding rule of any piece of sales copy, the one goal, I shouldn't say rule, but the overriding goal of any piece of sales copy is to get people to read to the end. That's what you want to do. And every sentence that you write, the goal of that sentence is to get people to read the next sentence. Mm-hmm. It's not actually to sell product. I mean, if you have that in your head that all I want to do when I write this is to sell product, you're not going to engage your customer. What you need to do is remember you want to engage your readers so much that they go from one sentence to the next until they get to the very end, which is when you have to call to action. Ah, that is great to know because always as a business owner, we, of course, our number one goal is to, well, our number one goal really is to network. But, I mean, in the end result, our income is from selling product. So that is great to know, Claire. So get them to read to the end and then at the end make an offer. But when you're first writing it, don't write it to sell your product. Write it so they, they read to the end. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a mindset for the reader. Because mm-hmm. then that always gets you to remember that you've got to be really engaging and really speaking to your reader. Now, now I do, when you said you put your call to action at the end, what I do do is I, particularly if it's electronic, you know, an email, which is how we communicate mostly these days anyway, mm-hmm. I will put a couple of calls to action, a couple of calls to action to buttons in throughout the copy, maybe two to three and then have one at the very end. But they, but it's I don't I don't have my copy leading to that call to action at that point. Right. It's just is okay, I've gotten through all the features now. Maybe now you're ready to buy and you don't want to read the rest of it. Well here's the call to action. But they but your goal is to get them to keep reading until they do want to hit that button. Mm-hmm. Does that make and, sense? C- Yes, definitely. And some people are ready to buy right away, whereas other people yeah. are not. So I like how you do the, you can do the call to action, like in the, maybe in the middle and then at the, again at the end, because yeah. some people are ready to do it right away. And that's great. And other people need right. more time and need to soak it all in more than what, than what, you know, we're first giving them. So I will tell you, I have a text from somebody that is listening, and she says, repetition over and over, such great advice, maybe out of context, but she goes, I love this, repetition is key, practicing over and over and over. So there you go, Claire, you're already, you're already, um, you know, giving great advice and people are listening. Well, and I'll tell you, if, if I can help anybody with this, it really does make me happy. Because it, does, it really yeah. is my passion. Mm-hmm. It really is. I know it's the way you can build your business, and that's what everybody wants to do. It, it feeds your family. <laughs> no, no, amen to that. It's feeding that family. And when you are in business, it's constantly thinking outside the box. It's constantly trying to think of different ways to get in front of your audience. And Claire can help you with that. Claire 
is so good at what she does. And, and you can tell in her voice how passionate she is about what she does. And trust me when I tell you it comes out in her writing as well. She will you know, help you with whatever product or service you have. And like she said, she wants to get passionate about what you have. And then she's able to write about that. She's done it for me. She's done it for many, many, many people I know. So I appreciate you, Claire, and I appreciate um, what you do. And now we do have two minutes until our other break. So I wanted to let you know about that. So again, for Claire, it's clairestoddard.com. She has a free download on her site. And name that free download again, Claire. Uh, it's the three uh, copywriting secrets that have made me money. Oh, yeah. We like to make money. We like to make money, don't we? So, Claire, again, Claire is very good. So, if you guys have questions for the show, give us a call at 1-866-472-5790. Or, like Linda did, she sent me a text message, so I was able to say that over the air. It's so wonderful when we know people are listening and they're absorbing what we're saying. And you are definitely making it so people are absorbing what you're saying. I will tell you, I already have almost a full page of notes from Ooh. what you've talked about. Yeah, I take notes you straight to show because I like to remember everything that's being said. Well, not everything, but I mean, I, the key points that stick out to me. And I really have to get into that part about getting them to read to the end. Because sometimes when I start doing it, I always think, okay, how am I going to sell my product? But I like how you said, because now I'm going to do a mind shift and I'm going to get them to read to the end. And I know you'll help me with that, Claire. So when we come back after break, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk more about Claire because there's secret sauce that I know she wants to be able to share and also really more about how she works with her clients. And so when we come back after break, we'll talk all about that. And again, ladies and gentlemen, or if you want to email me, send me an email at joe at joehosman.com or claire is at claire at clairestoddard.com. We like it easy here at Voice America at uh, Go For It. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. (laughs) 
are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to my show. Go For It. And... Claire Stoddard is my special guest today. She is the lady that writes Words That Sell. She also has a book by that same name. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome back Claire. And Claire, okay, I'm just going to tell you, I know before we talked about your Persuade acronym. So, how to achieve 70 to 400% increase in sales by writing Words That Sell. And that is with your Persuade acronym. I don't know how to say the acronym. And can you go ahead through that and just tell everybody how you do the persuade? Yes. Okay. So this is something that I created uh, maybe about a year ago. And, and I just just to sort of, um, you know, lead up to this, as a professional copywriter, I have to write a tremendous amount of, of sales copy. And I have to be fast because if I don't, if I'm not fast, then I, it cuts down on the number of copywriting assignments I take and, you know, less assignments, less money. So I set up templates for things and checklists and things like that so I don't have to keep reinventing the wheel. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I always, you know, basically I was doing um, a lot of sales letters, a lot of emails, a lot of landing pages. And I came up with a format for it. And it turned out to be a persuade template that I use, and I have used it, I've used it for my clients, I've given it to other people. I myself have increased sales or uh, conversions by 400%. I've done this for clients. And and, and you might want to take some notes on this. Basically, you start out any sales message, P is for the problem or the pain. You notice it's not for your product. The P is for your customers or your target's problem or pain. Your buyer has a problem. That's how they found you. They want to believe you. So you begin your sales copy with an acknowledgement of that problem. You know, are you tired of looking in the mirror and seeing all that excess fat? Um, are you tired uh, or have your sales plummeted this year? You know, whatever it is, but you've got to make sure that you know what your what it is your um, customer is going through and that it's something that your your product or service really solves. So then the E is for emphasize. You want to emphasize with the reader to help them visualize the consequences of not solving the problem, allowing the pain to continue. There are always consequences. So if you don't, you know, take off those excess pounds, well, what's going to happen? Well, you're going to keep gaining weight your health is going to decline. You're not going to be able to fit into your clothes. And you might get to the point where you can't even get out of bed and you have to have somebody feed you. You know, it just goes on and on. So problem, empathize. The R is for revised reality. Now you're going to revise reality for your readers. In their minds, they have a problem. It seems insurmountable, but they're looking for a solution. And that's probably how they found you. Now you're going to suggest to them that there is a solution. This is not where you sell. You're not going to go into detail of your product. Just It's kind of a tease to say that, you know, you have a solution. I might write something like, well, I have the answer for you or I have the solution for you. 
I kind of think of this as the paradise. This is the reason people are, you know, reading this far. Angels are starting to sing now because they think, well, <laughs> maybe my, maybe my, um, you know, problem can be solved. Mm-hmm. And then you step back for a little bit and you tell them the S is for story of the solution. So you kind of tease and you say, listen, I've got a, I've got a, uh, the answer for you. Let me tell you about how I created this service. Or let me tell you about what some of my, one of my customers' experience has been. Tell the story of the solution. Um, and demonstrate that you've solved the problem and so you have the unvet, un, so you have the answer. The you is for unveil offer. This is where you tell people exactly what you're offering, the benefits, the features, the the cost, the invest, investment, and so forth. It, it, and this is probably going to be the longest part of your um, of your sales message, but you've led people up to it at this point. And, and notice that everything that you have written so far until you get to unveil the offer is people will be nodding. You've got people nodding. Yes, I have that problem. Yes, I understand what's going to happen if I don't solve it. <clears throat> oh, that's really interesting about your your story of how you invented it or some customer story. That resonates with me. I'm nodding. And now I'm going to hear more about the offer. And I'm still nodding. So go into detail now about the um, about the features, the benefits, but spend most of your time on the benefits. of your time on benefits, 20% on features. We sell benefits. We don't sell features. So at this point, once you've done this, probably people are going to be ready to whip out their credit card and buy from you almost. There is one thing that may be standing in the way of a done deal. The A is for you need to answer arguments. Um, People have something in their mind, some reason that they may be you know, not quite ready to buy, or maybe they don't even know for sure. It's just that they need a little bit more convincing. And so in order to answer arguments, the D is for you need to provide data. Whatever it has, it's really going to bring this home. You, maybe you need, maybe you have statistics or some facts or some testimonials, but here's where you get very practical and you appeal to logic. Up until now, you've kind of been appealing to the emotional part of your target market. Now you're going to get very practical and logical, and you're going to give them something that it's it's just going to um, it's just going to make them know they're making the right decision. And then at that point, once you've done all that, the E is for enjoy. You have now built an awe-inspiring. Um, persuasive argument that spans from prospect problem to customer sales. And readers who have stayed with you to this point really do not have to be sold any further. You have persuaded them. You only need to invite them to make a decision. Fill out a form, enter a credit card, visit a store, however it is they can get your product or service and enjoy a life transform. So if you will if you will follow that template the next time you write a sales message, I guarantee you are going to see an increase in the response. And I will say one other thing: um, a, a template is like a recipe. At the beginning, you really want to follow the recipe very exactly. And so I encourage you to use this template and follow it exactly the way I've given it to you. 
after a while, you kind of use it as a checklist to make sure that you've got everything. Uh, just the way you do with a recipe. You don't have to always go back and read each thing. It just mm-hmm. becomes kind of, you know, ingrained in your mind and you use it as a checklist. But exactly. that's my, that is my number one wonderful template to use. I like it. I was writing furiously as you were talking about all that. So now, so persuade. So you have a problem, you have you empathize, you revise reality, you share a story, you unveil your offer, you answer arguments, you provide data, and then you invite your you invite them to make a decision, you sit back and enjoy. Yep. I like it. Way to go, Claire. And that, you know, that that all comes from experience too, doesn't it? It all comes from experience of, of helping your customers. Well, it does, but I'll tell you with that template, even even somebody who is not an experienced writer will immediately uh, write a better sales message. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Well, let's go into what is anchor pricing and how to use that because I'm not really sure what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anchor pricing comes right out of the psychology of persuasion. And it is something that um, they teach people in, you know, in if you have sales positions, if you go into a retail store or, or you know, whatever. The, um, the psychological fact is people remember the first number that they hear or the first price that they hear, and then they compare everything else to that. So, for instance, what I, use, what I do very often is in a piece of sales copy, I will say something like, you know, normally um, this service sells for $1,000. Mm-hmm. But today, for some reason, you're getting it for $800. People will remember that $1,000, and then the $800 doesn't seem so high. So, always put the higher number first, because that's what they're going to remember. Never say, I'm giving this to you today for 800 Normally, it's 1000 mm. Always start out with $1,000. Hmm. And then, you know, show them how much, um, how much less they have to invest. Ah, I like it. And that's I didn't called, realize. And that's called, the, first, the, the higher price number is called the anchor price. That's what people compare everything to. Every other number they hear is compared to that higher price. Okay. That is great information. I did not realize that. People, for instance, in a proposal, um, I do a lot of corporate proposals, and sometimes I will give, um, you know, here's two or three ways you can work with me, or here's two or three ways that you can get this service. Mm -hmm. I always put the higher priced option first, and then give them a medium and a low price. The medium and low price may be the ones that I think, yeah, they're probably going to go for that, but I'll give them the higher priced option, which I Mm -hmm. think, well, most people don't go for that. Sometimes they will. But then everything else, they compare to that higher priced option. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just psychology. You know, I mean, they yeah, think they're is. getting it's a psycho- deal. It's part of the psychology of persuasion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Very good. All right. Well, that is really good to know because, okay, we have about four minutes until the end of the show. So share with us the secret sauce that preconditions readers to believe you before you ever make your big claim. 
Well, it, this really is, you know, again, and I keep going back to this, it's, it, it utilizes a psychology of persuasion, which operates, as we know, psychology operates just below the surface of the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes people say to me, well, you're manipulating people by using this psychology. It's really not manipulation. What you want to do, I call it, is you want to get people across the bridge of beliefs. I call it a belief bridge. Oh, yeah. You start them mm-hmm. out at one side of the bridge where maybe they barely know you, maybe they never heard of you, they really don't know too much about you, but you want to get them to start to agree with you. And we go back to this, you want to get them to start nodding with you. And you walk them across this this bridge of beliefs and you keep giving them information that you know that they are going to agree with. You know that they're going to continue to nod. And then as you bring them closer and closer to telling them about what it is you have to offer them um, and make your big claim, and it, it, it happens, I would say, 100% of the time, 99% of the time, and this seems odd, but you precondition people to accept your big claim even before you make it. Mm, and okay. it, this is true. I mean, it, it may be something a little hard to get your head wrapped around. Head wrapped around. It did for me at first. But if you get people to agree with you as you go along on this bridge of beliefs giving them all the things they already believe, when you get to your big claim, they are much more likely to believe you because Mm -hmm. everything you've been telling them up until that point, they believe. And so now they believe your big claim. You have preconditioned them to that. And basically what you're doing, you're not manipulating them. You are giving them information all along the way so that they can make an informed decision that, yes, this is good for me, and I mm-hmm. believe you. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I am going to buy. Excellent information, Claire. We only have about a minute or so till the end of the show. So with all that great information, and I know you've already said so much, but if what would be some last parting words you'd like to give for the audience? Well, I think it really is. If you have any more questions, I would be delighted for you to, to contact me. Um, you know, my email address is Claire at com. I'd be happy. I do what I call a 15-minute clarity call. I spell it, of course, you know, C-L-A-I-R-E-T-Y, mm-hmm. a clarity call with Claire. And we really zero in on where you are today in your business and where you want to go and what communication strategy you need to get you there. And people come out of those saying, I really did have more clarity. I really do understand what I need to be communicating to my customer to build my business. So I would be happy to uh, for you to send me an email and say, I'd like a clarity call. Go to my website, clairestoddard.com, buy my book. <laughs> it's That's under, right. The book is under courses um, because I use it as a textbook for some All of the right. courses that I teach. 
Well, Claire, um, and we do and have I'd to get love, going, but yes, everybody go to clairestoddard.com or claire at clairestoddard.com. And unfortunately, we have to end the show, which I, I know we could talk so much more, Claire. We have You have such great information. But ladies and gentlemen, as always, I bring on these awesome guests because I want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. Claire is just a great example of that. Again, you know, check out Claire at clairestoddard.com. And ladies and gentlemen, you have a great rest of your day. Remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for so go out and be great today and always and for me go ahead and check out my website johosman.com we'd love to talk to you at joe at johosman.com ladies and gentlemen until next week take care god bless have a great week thank you for listening to go for it be sure to come back next thursday at 8 a.m pacific time and 11 a.m eastern time for another edition with your host joe hausman on the voice america business channel Have a great day and an even better week.